Hi guys, for today's episode, I am inviting my friend Katie Talbot. She's one of those just cool people you would imagine meeting in Nashville. She's part of the music industry where she's a vocal coach. So today we're going to talk a lot about personal style where it comes to your voice, even, you know, in the voice that you have when you're talking every day versus like when you're singing. And a lot of the people that she's taught, you've probably heard on the radio or on Spotify. So it's just cool to hear from her today. She has also a lot of different artists that she's toured with and also done vocal producing with. So cool person to invite on the podcast today, but also she's just been a really good friend to me. So I want to share her with you guys today and let's get started with our girl chat. Da Vinci, um, that's like, when we've talked about names for like what I like to have as an artist one yeah. day, um, Da Vinci has been like a last name idea for a while because of different reasons. Um, one of them being my, my great grandfather came over from Italy and his last name was Leonardo. But oh when, yeah um and he never knew that he had a daughter <laughs> so <Get surprise>. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, amazing yeah. but they we found we tracked him down like um after he had already died and everything uh he had died from diabetes much like my mom my grandmother and my mom has diabetes oh so it's really like, i have to be careful yeah um but anyways they we're all in the medical field. My grandmother was in the medical field. They were so similar. Even the way they wrote was exactly the same. Their really? eyes are the big brown eyes. Is from him. And Get out. Yeah, like we have his um, documents for like his passport and everything. Anyways, that's like one of the things is that when my grandma had Alzheimer's, she thought that um, his last name was Da Vinci and she like told everybody at the rest home. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. yeah She's so. like, yes. Yeah. My husband is Leonardo da Vinci. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Have you been, like, do you know what part of Italy, though? Yeah. It's, so they, they came out of Naples. Okay. That's where they departed, but they were from a little medieval town okay. called Pietra Malara. Okay. And I don't know. I just always Pietra wanted to Malara. go see Pietra, it. Pietra. That's but. a beautiful name. Yeah. So my aunt goes to Italy probably six times a year. Um, She, so her first husband was horrible, abusive, verbally, Mm -hmm. emotionally, just drug addict, just terrible. Second husband, you know, God can, God does redeem all things. Um, And he's just doctor- like more just like reserved in every single way mm-hmm. but she's been like gets him out of his comfort zone but Italy has always had her heart so she's like almost fluent in Italian yeah but she when she would start going over there she wouldn't stay at hotels she would stay there's like this thing online where families will host you mm. and so that's how and she's made so many friends all over Italy yeah so Y'all should go. Yeah. With her. Or she can send like you information of a family to stay with. So you can see that region. Yeah. Well, if the Talbots ever wanna come with us when we travel. Yeah, we'll just have to figure out how to zonk out a toddler for that long. (laughs) (laughs) Or we'll have to just be like, okay, 
what private jet can we borrow? (laughs) (laughs) But we're good. Okay, so we're gonna start with some lip rolls. Are we really? (laughs) If you want to, no, (laughs) we don't have to. (laughs) The teachers become the students. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I think it's really fun though. Whenever I'm in a lesson with you, like the first time that we did a lesson and we made like all those noises and and fun sounds, I'm like, oh, we're definitely going to be good friends. (laughs) We can be this comfortable. Right. Literally make the weirdest noises. I I will always remember my first lesson calling my mom before and being like, there's no way on God's green earth I'm going to make these noises. And here I am teaching them and doing them every That's single day. Awesome. <laughs> and now my son does them too. Right. I've heard him every now and then. It's great too because I've got the recording. So we'll, I'll be just doing it in my house and stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. like, my neighbors are definitely not ever going to talk to me. Listen, at least you didn't live at Worthen where oh, the walls yeah. were literally so thin. That's yeah. the one complaint about that place. They were so sure, thin. Yeah. And I'm over here like, meow, 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 meow. <laughs> like going crazy. <laughs> Luckily, on one side, this guy, Andy, he was, he's such a good neighbor. He's so funny. So he was cool with it. Yeah. But we never talked to our other neighbors because they just, they avoided us whenever, avoid eye contact. (laughs) Right. That's the girl that meows. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She's a crazy cat lady, I guess. (laughs) I don't think you can actually move to Nashville, though, and not expect loud and crazy. Like, that was the first thing about when we were here. It was our first night, and we moved from like our quiet Virginia mountain to like all the sirens and the trains and just you know the commotion of a big city, and and we're like, okay, so this is it, right? <laughs> so it is. It's so um, crazy when you're used to being out there. Yeah. And then like you're in the hustle and bustle of it all. Yeah, it's unique, but I've I love it. Like it's fun, mm-hmm. um, the pace of it, and also just like how tight-knit Nashville seems too. yeah like you guys have talked about that too with how with music like the music community seems to be really tight-knit yeah too. it's so it's so tight yeah. in like a good way but then also if you're kicked out if you're out you're out like <laughs> yeah. you got to work hard to get back in sure but, but I know that with musicians people a lot too yeah. I think yeah absolutely yeah um that one singer that you showed that you're coaching who was 15 yeah 14 14 <laughs> crazy right yeah she was like Katie can we work on this run from burlesque and I was like yeah because I've never seen the movie actually yeah so I had to pull it up on YouTube and it's you know Christina Aguilera doing one of her crazy runs and I was like okay here we go and had to slow it down to like ear it out on the piano so I start slowing it down for her because you can on the YouTube like go to the settings and do a slower Mm -hmm. mode which helps a lot and so she like did the first one and I was just like, Madden, you're nuts. This is amazing. Yeah. So we had fun. Yeah. I was like, we're all, we're just being divas today, just doing licks and runs. That's amazing. It was like, so fun. I don't know. Like, it wasn't even expected either to hear how she could just, like, hit all of those different notes, yeah. too. And her mix was good, <clears throat> too, which I've learned a lot about from you, yeah. too, where you can, I mean, you can speak to it more than I could. Yeah. <laughs> but. Just the blending of chest voice and head voice. It's just, you know, sometimes you get, you, it's easy to get locked into that, um, which with her specifically, it's been fun because she is so young. Yeah. So she's able to break those habits, like the bad habits sooner than us starting as adults as singers yeah. or even speakers if we're speaking bad. 
and or we have a poor like talking voice that's just really weak or or too big Mm -hmm. so it's been fun with her because she's just all about just anything theatric and big and Mm. she just goes for it no matter what she has no fear of messing up yeah so it's been really fun and she just locks into that and when she does her eyes just just, light up it's like the best feeling ever (laughs) seeing her face yeah it's so fun so you were around that age too though right when you started I was 17 yeah um so I was always singing in my bedroom my mom would always have to come back and be like turn it down yeah and so I was singing and then I started lessons with Brett who's Mm -hmm. my mentor and the coach that I studied under Brett Manning uh when I was 17 Mm-hmm. And so I went in being like, I have a Mariah Carey song I want to sing. And he was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried, then I was just trying to sing big, you know, yeah. just trying to, to, to yell it. And then with his technique, he was able to show me, it doesn't have to be so hard to sing it. He, I saw a video of him singing. He has the highest male voice I think I've ever heard. It's crazy. He like gets his into whistle tones. Yeah. <laughs> Like when I was when I was at the studio on Music Row teaching, he'd be going in the halls and especially on a good vocal day, of course you're just hearing like we sound like a zoo of just like noises <laughs> yeah. everywhere. But he'd be like, Katie and he'd like do some crazy whistle tone and I'm like, Brett, you're over fifty and your voice is just but he's he's the master of the voice. He'll always be him and Seth Riggs. Seth is who he learned from. Okay. And was mentored by, and he taught Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, um, Courtney Love, all, you know, so many voices. And I think he's still coaching as well, but, um, but Brett added in more of like an edge coordination that we've worked on before Mm -hmm. that helps get a delicate sound with the voice, a delicate coordination. So I, Brett will always be the master of the voice to me. Yeah. Yeah. He's incredible. Well, it's, it's unique too, like. You know, we talked a lot about like those weird sounds and stuff, but it all is to like you're you know how to make those sounds when you're little. Yeah. And so it's just a matter of applying it. Yeah. Into whatever you're singing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's just you're not only going to use one part of your voice like you have the you have these vocal cords that have all sorts of coordination up and down. Yeah. And so we don't just talk in like one part right down here talk up here at all you know we use like all of it so yeah and obviously as kids we're like all emotion yeah just outpouring mom mom mommy yeah. mommy <laughs> yeah mommy 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 mom what dad dad choo choo baba I see you have your baba son I'm very proud of you <laughs> he's 18 months now he's 22 months oh my gosh no okay 21. Okay. Yeah, he turns two in April. Yeah, that's cool. I hate it. I love it and hate it all together. (laughs) He's awesome. He's so fun. He has so much, like, energy, too. Like, obviously, little kids a lot of times do, but um, He has so much, though. Like, compared (laughs) to, like, even some of my nephews um, that, well, I guess the nephews that I'm thinking of, they've always had so many older siblings 
that probably wear him out within a few hours. Yeah. And Elijah doesn't. He just goes. He just goes and goes and goes and <laughs> oh, goes and I goes. Love him. Which is great. It makes me know that he's just very healthy. Yeah. Just let your kids eat dirt and they'll be real healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in that a Boost lot. Boost the immune system. Yeah. Um, I saw it where he was seeing the trains with his sitter. Yes. And he was like just starstruck, like complete silence. Enamored. <laughs> enamored yeah y'all are y'all will be invited to his birthday yeah and i have the whole choo-choo train cake oh, yay. like figured out i'm having baked on eighth have y'all been there yet no no oh, so, we've we've been nowhere <laughs> we've been to, oh like, my gosh a few it's places. so good yeah. um their rice krispie treats and their cinnamon rolls and then their everything is so good there but they have these amazing cake designers there so everything for his birthday will be choo-choo. Yeah. Everything. I'm like, <laughs> I might have to dress awesome. up as a choo-choo. Like, who knows? <laughs> be like, happy birthday. I'm a choo-choo train. <laughs> we could have them all coordinated. So I'll be the caboose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We'll have like little things where he can like ride on our back. Yeah. And choo-choo. <laughs> Dream come true. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Well, I think for me, I love Dolly too because like her voice almost sounds like a train. So with the train train song that we first practiced yeah. on, I'm like, Zach, her voice sounds like a train. And she's like, he's like, yeah, oh my gosh, you're right. And it's just so cool. It, it but, is because, yeah. you know, if you think about it, like singing is a monologue on pitch. It's acting on pitch. So you mimic yeah. these, these sounds. I mean, from the beginning of time, people have just they hear something and they repeat it and they might think where does that where is that placement in my voice of like even like a bird or a siren of wee 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 okay yeah. there's like a pure head voice sound yeah you know so you bring in all these sounds just from the world Mm-hmm. And you mimic them, and it's the same thing, like even with acting, with tones and sure and phrases. You did some acting too, right? Like you took acting classes, I did. and yeah. Can yeah. you tell me more about I that? I had so much fun yeah. with it. For one thing, that's the first thing I started on, because I just wanted to be a performer, like yeah. so bad. And so I realized when I started acting when I was sixteen, just because I did plays during high school and everything like that, I loved it so much. Yeah, and. It just helped me, for me as a teenager, it was actually almost Mm. like going to therapy Mm -hmm. because I was able to become, like put my emotions of whatever I was feeling into a scene. And I had a really great coach at that point um, in Brentwood who would just help me feel safe of doing that. Um, So then when going out to LA when I was 20, doing all these little, um, I did like just little plays with some friends and then did some short films and then you know fast forward a, a ways I did a short film here hmm. um, and I'm it's just so much fun it's just being able to become another character you know it's yeah. just and I'm all about vulnerability right you know? yeah I think it's such a beautiful thing I think there's a strength in that for everybody um, so yeah it, it it was very fun Sure, and, and it helps with singing too because it helps you not worry so much and care so much, and it's just like, okay, I'm gonna do this, and we will just see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. It, 
it's like which self will I be today yeah like um which James is always asking which one are you gonna be today (laughs) (laughs) well it's the 28th day of the month yeah exactly so this is what you're getting (laughs) (laughs) um but that's definitely true of like both with music or even with fashion like I think it's interesting how a lot on the channel and everything we talk about finding your personal style when it comes to clothes but that's what's so unique about your vocal coaching and the way that you sing yourself like you're more about finding your own style like yeah never in any of the classes have you been like you are a soprano and you will sing right. this way right like you're very much about finding your own style yeah definitely that. yeah which I love how you tie that into fashion because even with artists working on finding their style as a singer and just in the whole picture as an artist mm-hmm. they have to know what even their fashion style is because if it sure. doesn't match their sound and their voice, it's going to be hard for an audience to take that in visually. Mm-hmm. So I think you and you do such a good job with that because there's so many different, there's so many options out there to where yeah. sometimes it can feel overwhelming. And I think maybe the same with singing. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. you have so many genres, <laughs> right. so many voices, and we have everything at our fingertips with our phones. So when it comes how you do everything of making it like simple with fashion. Because you make it easy for people. People watch you and it's just like, I was watching you with a girlfriend of mine last night. Oh. And she was, just, and she's like a toughie when it comes to fashion stuff. Yeah. And she's like, wow, this girl knows what she's doing. <laughs> she's like, she makes it so easy. It was the, um, the latest video you posted up with. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. And um, it was just so good of making it so simple of how to fit your body type with, with fashion. Yeah. Make like it your own. Um, I think that a lot of times people are told kind of like, you know, with classical fashion, like uh, class fashion, classical <laughs> singing, um, they could tell you exactly. I mean, I'm speaking like as a beginner, yeah. but they, they might tell you exactly how to sing. Um, and there's like blanket statements. And totally. there's a lot of that with fashion too, like um, exact hem lengths that you should follow and exact ways that petites should dress or whatever. Yeah. And it really isn't so much about that. I mean, obviously, first it has to be what you're confident in, and then it moves into different things like um, what is the most flattering for right. your own body style because it's, it's so different depending yeah. on that. Like, every girl is different. Like, finding jeans can be <laughs> really oh. hard because they're all just different people. Yeah, completely. So, yeah. Completely. And you see a pair, I'll, you know, I always think of looking at someone that like a fashion icon that I admire so much but they're you know if I try something I'll never forget I was like 20 mm-hmm. and it was Hillary Duff it was something that she was oh, wearing yeah. at like an like a award show or something and I got a similar style dress to that yeah and when I was 20 I was just in that young awkward like didn't know who I was as a person and my fashion I tried the same style dress on and it looked Oh, horrible <laughs> but I still wore it because Hillary Duff wore something like that but yeah. it just I realized like it just didn't it was bad <laughs> it was bad I needed Bethany in my oh, life. I didn't bad. know what I was doing at 20 <laughs> I promise oh my gosh. um days. but like mm. you know bringing that back to music too like that is so similar to the different things that you've said too where it's like um you know, because I find a lot of inspiration by people who aren't necessarily who I would sing like. Like, I love Lana's 
Lana Del Rey's songs yeah. and um but I you know to to sing just like her or whatever isn't just right and right there's so many carbon copies of you know different singers out there yeah there are there are yeah. and I think the best thing that you can do as a singer for anyone who wants to sing is you have all of your influences and and they have all of theirs too but they honed into who they are as a person and just what they want to say as a singer. Yeah. And then just they it's you can take in a little bit from each influence but not become one of that because I mean God gave you your voice specifically for you. Yeah. You know, it's not supposed to sound like this or be like this. It's mm -hmm. supposed to be exactly how it is. So take care of it and learn how to flourish it and grow it. Sure. You know, and be confident in it. Yeah. Um, you know, and like, it's so cool because I was, you know, we were sitting right here at this table a couple months ago and I was like, I can't sing high at all. <laughs> you know, there's no I way like, I can Wrong. sing high. <laughs> I just had no idea. <laughs> As we like do the warm up, and you're getting literally almost to a double high C in liberals and then you got whistle tone like what in your second or third lesson? Apparently. You're Apparently. like, that's whistle tone. I'm yeah. like, I, it's what? Yeah. <laughs> or showing me this song, they're like, she goes really high. Yeah. I was like, Bethany, you just hit that. <laughs> you just did like a step or two above that. Yeah. Well, to preserve it too, I think is important. Like how you can show somebody how to preserve their voice is is great because like I've wondered that like even because I've, you know, aside from just making weird warm-up voices, sometimes just to make life a little lighter, I'll just be like, La 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 la, yeah, like whatever yeah. in my house, yeah. and I'm like, I hope that I'm not ruining this. You know? Well, as long as you don't feel strain or hurt, you know, it's yeah. the same thing if you're working out and you're like, I want to, I want to go a little bit harder today, like do a little bit of a tougher workout. And if you feel strain in your body where there's hurt, mm -hmm. you know, then you stop. It's the same thing with the voice. You know, if you're feeling that strain or you're feeling tightness where you can't get anything out, you know. Yeah. Otherwise, if you just Sometimes the best thing for us to do is just sing without caring. Mm, yeah. You know, that's a that's a really good thing too. Mm -hmm. But again, if you do feel like, oh, I can't get anything out, you're like, the hills, you know, <laughs> you're doing that thing, yeah. you know, then stop. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, just sing, right. you know. Yeah. It's just so much fun, you know, like it's one of those things where, to practice with it is like you look down and it's like three hours have passed because it's just been fun. I know. It really yeah. is fun. And I love that you have that. Like it's, I think that's why I love just, I'll always love working one-on-one -on -one with people because everyone's experience is completely different. It's one thing to warm up a group online who are, they're around the world or whatever. But when you have that one-on-one, -on -one, you get to see the personal reaction of like what's going on in their mind, in yeah. their spirit, in their voice. It's just a, it never gets old, you know, whether you're 14, whether you're 42 or whether you're 30. Yeah. It's just so much fun because yeah. you see the pure joy. Like music is, it brings about joy. It brings healing. Sure. And it is fun. Yeah. It's so fun. So who have been like, your favorite singers, would you say? That I've worked with? Sure. Or just singers in general? Both. Okay, both. <laughs> um, singers in general. I'm going to have to say Roberta Flack is a favorite of mine. Um, she just has that voice that's just so easy, but 
she she's the one who does the first time ever I saw your face and I saw her at the um, Skirmahorn here in Nashville with the symphony mm-hmm. and that's how you say it right I that's how I heard a composer say it <laughs> okay I don't I'm know why I did it. this for composing very little <laughs> but he said it he said it that way yeah. so I am I'm just following I his think footsteps. the key is to say it fast and no yeah one knows. <laughs> <laughs> with the symphony here in Nashville she was 76 years old and oh, she's wow. saying, it, it, she was just incredible. So she's a voice that I've always loved. Celine Dion, hands down, having yes. just seen her too, like completely yes. life changed. And um, old school Mariah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those first three records are some of my favorites. Whitney. And then I love people like Kurt Cobain and Bob Dylan yeah. that you wouldn't think of are great vocalists, but they're just so real that, and they're, just iconic voices. Mm-hmm. So I would say those. And then one of actually my favorite <clears throat> students is, um, I'm going to have, well, obviously <laughs> kidding. you. Kidding. But there's this, there's this um, man in France who actually has Parkinson's disease. And he mm-hmm. has taken lessons um, here and there throughout the year. He'll probably take like, you know, maybe five or six lessons. He's on my warm-up group as well. He might be in his... 50s or 60s um but his he does vocal lessons to help strengthen to keep strengthening his talking voice so it's still shaky of course because it's hard when your muscles are just going lax like that yeah um, and you can't control them yeah but his amazing grace is one of my favorite I mean it makes me tear up every time I hear it because like you hear his just like his heart in it and um so that's always something that just sticks with me because it reminds me it's not just about a career. It's like about the voice, mm-hmm. you know. But otherwise, I have a handful of the ones that I love working with when it comes to just, you know, where their career is going, how much they're loving it, and what their voice can do. Yeah. So um, you mentioned Celine Dion. Yes. So you went to her concert. <laughs> I literally, I told James, I was like, this is the best night of my life. I was like, I love you. I loved getting married to you. I loved having our son. I loved those days <laughs> and those nights, but I'm like, Celine Dion has like taken the cake for a little bit. Yeah. It was so, so fun. And she, for one thing, she, she's very strict on her, like her vocal regimen, her, like just her routine in life. Like she works around her voice Mm -hmm. so I've heard she has not called me specifically and told me these things but (laughs) I have heard um and she I mean she was effortless like her Mm. confidence and like who she was as a woman and then her voice was just like she was hitting these notes that I was with my best friend Kirsten yeah um who we just grew up listening to her like you know, we'd call each other on the phone when she was playing on 107.5 The River and we'd both like sing along to her. That's just what we would do. Yeah. And, um, actually, oh, Bethany, she was so good. She was so good. Yeah. I was like, I, I need to see this every day of my life. But it also, I went home and I was like, okay, for the artists that, re- that I work with that really want to take their careers to that level. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's seeing that was a game changer because she, for one thing, you know, she started before, you know, internet was what it is and where our, where the music industry is now. And that, you know, so it does make it tough, but 
she's withstood the test of time in that sense and just stayed so on top of her game. And, um, you know, you have these artists that are kind of coming and going. So I left being like, okay, telling some of my singers that are really in it for like full-time career of like, you got to step it up. Like the Mm -hmm. routine has to be there so that you can withstand, you know, the test of time. Yeah. You know, because it's crazy. Also, you were on the Jumbotron. I was. (laughs) Which was also a big highlight (laughs) in my life. (laughs) There was this guy that was dancing on the screen, and he was a fabulous dancer. He was amazing. He did a really good job. Yeah. But I looked over to Kirsten, and I was like, someone has to battle him. Like, someone just has to battle him. And Bethany, if I did nothing else in life, I definitely would want to be someone's backup dancer. Oh, yeah. Like... That's my, that would be the career that I just never did that I would just, like, it's just a fantasy of mine. Yeah. And so Kirsten was like, well, get up and do it. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So I just got up and then they panned <laughs> over to me. And of course, like, dream came true where I was up there and then he was up there and then they had a side by side for a little bit, which was really fun. Um, and then Kirsten, she's a little bit reserved sometimes at first, Yeah. but once I got her up and dancing, I couldn't get her to stop. It was so fun. So (laughs) literally I got to dance on the jumbotron with my best friend since five and just literally go crazy and be up there. It was so funny. I was having students text me and be like, Oh, Miss Talbot. (laughs) (laughs) And then of course the next day I was like, I can't move. All right. I'm not 21 anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you guys would call each other up and sing her songs, and then you're both on the Jumbotron several yeah. times dancing at Celine yeah. Dion's concert. Like, they were like, I, you know, the cameramen were like, this is a Celine Dion concert, but Katie's here. So <laughs> we're going to Well, I would like to think that, but I'm sure they're like, this crazy blonde is here. Let's get her. <laughs> it was so fun. It was just, it was. Every, we had sushi that night. It was perfect. Everything was like yeah. perfect about that night. It was so much fun. And then the word courage was on the screen too, which mm-hmm. like two nights before you're like, courage is my word of the year. Yeah, which I didn't even think about. I didn't put two and two together. And um, actually until you pointed it out. So thank you for that wise input <laughs> <Sure>. of <laughs> realizing, Katie, did you know that <laughs> your favorite night had to do with the word that you're, do- you're going through <laughs> yes. this year? Do you have um, a word this year? Do you do words at all? This is the mm-hmm. first, like I did one last year, but I forgot my last year. So I was like, this year I'm going to see if I can follow through with it. I haven't really thought of like one word. For me, I love to make all my New Year's resolutions, but not just then. Like I look at it daily. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm yeah. like, okay, so if that's the big goal, you know, and I'll make a big goal for like one that I don't know how to do yeah. for 2025 totally. and then break it down into little tiny chunks that I think I can control on a daily basis or yeah. monthly or whatever or yearly. And then I'll just check those off every year, yeah. make a little paragraph at the end of the year of what we did. And it's like, wow, you're really organized about this, <laughs> well, Bethany. I need to get my, I need to do that. That's amazing. Well, it's, it's encouraging because <clears throat> so many dreams end up being realities yeah or sooner than I ever thought because 2025 might be very generous compared to what could actually be happening if you're intentional about it absolutely no I agree 100% yeah we're doing vision boards tonight okay have you done a vision board before haven't no so we're doing it based on 
like our calling and what we love to do. Yeah. And what we feel very fulfilled in and like, you know, who we want to do life with and everything versus um, just like goals and amounts of things. Sure. You know, which yeah. so I'm excited about it. Yeah. I have to have y'all over it. Yeah. Y'all so be... is it you and James? You're mm-hmm. doing that together? That's so cool. Yeah. Like to do fun. that as a couple is really good. Too. Yeah. This is our yeah. first year doing it. I'll let yeah. you know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Zach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So um, you guys are so cute, though. Like you're a great couple. And I just feel like Jaja has the brightest future to have a vocal coach for a mom and then like a musician, well-rounded musician too, like as a dad and like what are He's his gonna possibilities? He's going to either be all into it yeah. and thrive more than I can even imagine or he is going to loathe it. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I just, but with how much he loves music as mm-hmm. just a little one, even whether it's like, um, a few people have been like, Katie, he's singing, just kind of going around like, mm, you know, but he would do it, keep it on a melody or he keeps beat really well. And then he hears, you know, a movie with whatever song comes on. The Polar Express, the hot, 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 hot chocolate. Oh, yeah. And you start that. <laughs> he's jumping like this high up into the air yeah. and um, loves it. And he always goes to James's guitar too. And oh, wow. So it's going to be fun to see what that turns into. Yeah. You know, but. So what are his go-tos? Like Polar Express. Polar Express. Yeah. It, well, anything with choo-choo. Right. Anything with choo-choo. Yeah, which He's, obviously Polar he, Express. Um, of course, outside. He would rather just be outside, which I love. But yeah. during the winter, that can be tricky, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because in the summertime, rain or shine, you can be outside. It doesn't matter if you're getting rained on. Yeah. Um, he likes Moana now, too, mm. which um, I found a new love for because yeah. I watched it once. I always thought it was great, but I didn't watch it with a child, you know? Oh, yeah. I just watched it when I was pregnant and just needed to sit in bed and watch things. <laughs> and um, amazing music in that one. And the colors mm. are so beautiful. Yeah. So he loves that. And then he loves, there's this one educational video that has like the ABCs, colors, yeah. nursery rhymes and then like we do these short 10 commandments oh cool yeah yeah that he loves too yeah but he gets up and dances when the music goes on oh, that's awesome i say dances he does like this like modern like <laughs> like stomp thing and he'll like look at you and like do a stomp and i'm like are you about to break dance like what's about to happen here i love his new hello it's just yeah <laughs> he goes into I don't know. I was like, well, he can't do this as a teenager because that's not going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> but he just goes into this. He wants to dance. He puts on a show. Yeah. Which is hilarious. When he calls his papa or his pop pop, which is the grandpa's on both sides, he does the same thing. And he yeah. just gut laughs. Just <laughs> gut laughs. <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> Breathe, son, breathe. <laughs> but, you know, I prayed for joy. So I take, well, I don't take responsibility for that because um, that's all God. But I uh, definitely will say that I prayed for joy and God answered that prayer yeah. abundantly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was like, I'm giving you he's, all the joy. He's just the happiest kid, you know. He like He's so happy. It's so fun. You know, like, of course, he's little. So if he ever has 
like a little like meltdown like we all do we just hide it yeah (laughs) yeah exactly when you're that age you know obviously there's sometimes but like he's an angel like there's I don't know he can do no wrong in my eyes he's awesome well thank you he does have his little meltdowns of course and I'll be like I feel the same way yeah I'm with you you're not alone yeah um but usually it's you know, he's getting, especially since James tours a lot, he's getting to the point where he recognizes and, like, knows he's gone mm-hmm. and misses him. Yeah. So he's a little bit sensitive when I'll walk out the door, even if I'm just going outside for something real quick, or James goes outside because he's thinking, you know, mm-hmm. you're leaving for a little bit. Because I think he's starting to understand um, or grasp the time a little oh, bit sure. more. Because they go yeah. through these mental leaps. Yeah, like, it seems like you know zero to two is like the time where you're growing the most as a person ever in your life yeah so much emotionally like there's so many milestones that they go through which is really cool to see as an adult because it just reminds you of it helps you just put a lot of things into perspective Mm -hmm. and remember things you know and these little ones sometimes they'll get overwhelmed and they just need to rest like sit and and rest a little bit or be held and I think as adults, we need that too, whether it's like just sitting down and resting in the hustle and bustle of everything mm-hmm. or literally just walking over to our spouse and be like, I just need to be held for a second. There's nothing <laughs> yeah. wrong with saying that, you know, and I, but I think we just think I can do it. I'm like, you know, because we can do it, but rest and everything is okay too. Cause it, so it's really cool. The one to two, one to three is, it's amazing. Yeah. There's days where, I would say there's days where it's hard, but it's really not. It mm-hmm. might be like two minutes here and there where it's like you're dealing with a tough attitude just because they're so stubborn because they're realizing their independence, but it's not hard. I think yeah. it's, it's amazing. It's so worth it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Nothing a cup of coffee can't right. help. <laughs> a cup of ambition. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. Awesome. You worked at Starbucks too, didn't you? I did for we three both years. Worked, I think... Even what were the years that you worked there? 2006 to 2000, early 2009. Okay. Or, yeah, mid-2009. Cool. Yeah. You were there. 2000, oh, this is, I usually don't give my age, but (laughs) this is going to (laughs) really. I started as a baby (laughs) (laughs) Um, in 2005, and then I ended up um, leaving in 2007. Okay. So, yeah, we had yeah, a little overlap. overlap a little bit. Yeah. But you left. I was fired. Were you? I was. I was I was kindly dismissed, but I had mono, so. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't like, help it. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It was, it was weird, yeah. but it, it worked out, you know. It always does, actually. Yeah, it does. Like, with stuff like that. It does. It yeah. really does. Yeah. It, like, helps you. Sometimes, I think, I know in that sense for me I needed to go elsewhere because it led me to so many of my close friends out that are still out in LA and some of them even live here Mm -hmm. and it really just was a a great shift in life for me so it was cool how that worked out yeah so like what was it like living in LA for you and um what did you do there like what was that whole experience well I mean, it was amazing because just being like young 20s, I always lived at home until I was 20 because I was working at Starbucks and working a few other jobs like riding horses for people in Franklin and knowing that I wanted to make it out to LA so I could do singing and acting because that's because Nashville hadn't really popped in this. It did music country or country music wise 
mm-hmm. um, and Christian music, but I wanted that pop R&B stuff, which is yeah. all out in LA. Yeah. So I was working Starbucks to pay the bills. Yeah. And then um, a lot of crazy just moments of meeting people that had huge impact in my life. Um, and, you know, got to sing for some really amazing people. And this guy, Paris, saw me walking on the street and was like, hey. And of course, I'm like this little girl from the South being like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you do, don't holler at me. <laughs> yeah, right. And um, he was like, no, you live in my building. And I was like, really? Right. And he was like, yeah. He's like, I see you walking in with uh, with Brandy. And I was like, oh, okay. Then that was the friend I was living with. And um, so we got to talking, and he was with, uh, his business partner was Mike, who is the baritone in Boys to Men. And um, I, and like two weeks later, I was singing for Mike in the studio in North Hollywood, and I was singing an India Ari song, and then a song of mine that I wrote back, back, back in the day which is probably still on MySpace somewhere. Like, who even knows? And um, so just things like that happened, like, yeah. just randomly. And it was always people, when I was just walking, um, people would stop and, and talk, and I would just, they were in the industry of some sort, in some way, and but were safe. You know, mm. I was never in harm's way till yeah. later, till I was bartending and just got into that scene of like, oh, this isn't the best. Oh, um, wow. yeah. But it was a, it was an awesome time because I was able to, you know, I, I actually praised my parents because they did a really good job of, I think, raising all their kids and my siblings because we, we dispersed all over the world. And we still, I think it's really important when you go to a big city, um, you know, coming from literally a farm to going to a city um, like L.A., it's just really important to know who you are and to be mm-hmm. grounded in that because if I wasn't it would have been a whole different story you know but I loved all the opportunities I was a yes person out there of just saying yes to opportunities and if, if I didn't feel safe in it it would end quickly yeah um but I met a lot of great people out there mm-hmm. you know I I wouldn't live there again mm-hmm. um especially raising a family I like how I was raised um mm-hmm. In a smaller town, though Nashville is not small anymore. Yeah, no, it isn't. But it's um, crazy, it is crazy. But even Franklin's not small with how much it's grown. Sure. But I don't regret a thing. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah. It was just so fun, and I really met some, you know, I call them lifers, the friends that I met out there. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it was so fun. Yeah. So you mean Brandy, like the Cyrus? Brandy, yes. The yeah. Version of. Yep. Brandy's that is Cyrus. Yes, yes. She's the oldest. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, I, her and I grew up riding horses together. Yeah. So we've known each other since we were 10. And so when Miley was still doing Hannah Montana, um, it was Brandy, um, our friend from high school, Michelle, and then Kirsten, actually. Best yeah. friend since five. Yep. Uh, we d- we've done a lot together. We've covered a lot of ground together. Yeah. But we all moved out there. Yeah. And um, Kirsten was out there for a year and a half. Michelle was out there for three months, and then, you know, of course, I stayed for almost about four, four and a half years, and then, of course, Brandy's always been back and forth. She does DJ stuff now, mm-hmm. so she's always traveling like crazy, but it was fun. It was, you know, they're an amazing family. 
They're yeah. so um, full of so much talent, so much love, mm. you know. And yeah. it was it was fun to and a blessing to be in with um, someone who was high up in the industry like crazy. But that was just a good family. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. Like, it's a really unique experience, and I think that a lot of times, um, like taking those leaps when you can. When I did my video about like what would I tell my twenty year old self, it was a lot about, you know, if you can, like whenever that time is in your life where you feel that independence that you might not have one day, yeah. to go and try things and take yeah. some risks or just take time to learn, like you have those opportunities. Yeah. Um, and that's really rare and important and something that you'll treasure, even if it's not a forever thing. Totally. And I don't think to expect somewhere to be forever is the best way to enjoy it the most. I think so too. Yeah, yeah that's very well put because we, I feel like we put a pressure on ourselves mm-hmm. to have it figured out yeah. at such a young age. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I think it's really important for us to also not be afraid of failing. I don't think there's a thing such as failure. Yeah. You know, you try. You're so right about that. Like, yeah. Like you try, you, you, you try and you do it. You try and you still succeed because you're trying. Yeah. You know. Um, when I was little, like, I would use art as my outlet, kind of mm-hmm. like you did um, with, you know, acting and, ever- and music. Yeah. And just to be able to, my art teacher taught me, like, the most valuable lesson in the third grade, which is, um, I'm like, oh, I'm just really trying. I really can't make this work. And she's like, throw it out. <laughs> it's okay try again and obviously she probably didn't think of it that much because I was in the third grade you know like throwing out a third grade piece of art isn't like no my heart (laughs) this is my Van Gogh (laughs) (laughs) um but the fact that she did that allowed me later in life when I'm talking with clients and they're like we've poured x amount of you know thousands of dollars or millions or whatever it is into this project like we have to make it work and it's like well you could take a fragment of it and turn into something else yeah they did that with the was it slack the app slack they did that okay um where it was going to be this huge like game or something okay and and then they turned into what slack is today just by taking the little morsel of salvageable um product yeah yeah how amazing is that, though, that you have that instilled in you at, like, third grade? Yeah. That's that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's those little moments that we hold on to. Yeah. That it's like, I, my mom, even in high school, when I was a junior, I was just, because I've always been more artsy, and mm-hmm. um, reading and comprehension was never fully my thing, sure. even though I would want it to be. Yeah. You know, she always told me, she goes, Katie, grades don't define you. Just Mm -hmm. make sure you're doing what you're called to do. You know, Winston Churchill failed. She was like, Winston Churchill failed eighth grade three times. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, and he's Winston Churchill. Like an idol of mine who I just, you know, look up to. Yeah. And such a bulldog of a man. And... um, Talk about which self to be today. He had a whole hat collection. Yeah, exactly. So it was really cool to, um, you know, those moments are impactful. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good to to remember those. Yeah. That was so good of your teacher to say that. Yeah. I, I want to get the foam in this, but I also don't want foam all <laughs> right. over me. <laughs> I love how you keep your plants alive. <laughs> Actually, Barely. for real. Because Barely. I cannot do that, Bethany. 
I cannot do it. Yeah. I'll buy flowers and I'll keep flowers good for a week. But when it comes to, I mean, even on James and I's first date, he brought me fake flowers because I just do not have a green thumb. Yeah. Growing up on a farm, I can keep animals alive. Well, that's good. But plants, and you all have <laughs> so, your plants are just so pretty. Thank you. This one's fake, but the rest of them, I mean, that one, uh, the Monstera, yeah. is huge. It's gorgeous. It's also the one that suffers the most because I have to cart it into the kitchen and water it there uh, and then bring it back out like a day or two later, and it's just not going to get watered all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, a, um, it's the baby. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Nailed you so good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <In a moment. laughs> yeah. Of water too. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. Obviously, I'm like going straight to the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Monday today. Did you? I, I thought it was Monday today, and yesterday I thought it was Tuesday. I'm extremely off this week. <laughs> right. I don't know what's happening. Well, trash pickup is tomorrow. Yeah. And I don't know why the other day they picked it up a day before. Did they Just really? randomly. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I didn't know that. Down the road, and I'm like, dang. But, I didn't know that. I yeah. wonder if it was like a specific... Or was it the trash guys or was it a specific yeah. thing? I love being neighbors with you. It's really fun. Because we can we can like honor and complain about the trash guys That's right. together. Yes. <laughs> they They're do not okay. supposed to come till tomorrow. I know. We're already prepared to be 80. I think. Yeah, we really are. <laughs> Fully like we're gonna have we're gonna go back out to the country. Yes. And we will sit on our porches <laughs> having our coffee. And we can do the vocal exercises as loud as we want. <laughs> I'll need it to yeah. not be wobbly yeah. in my voice. Yeah. There Get are off our property. <laughs> <laughs> there are the two sweetest old men that just every day they sit out by the pasta place. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and they just they just sit there, and it's through all seasons. You know, kind of like the guys on um, that old short film that Pixar made where they're doing chess, like two old men playing chess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you see them throughout the different oh, seasons or whatever. Oh, I have to pay attention as I'm yeah. driving by. Yeah, they're I really love, cute. I love their pasta over there, too. I yeah. wonder if that's just been their spot. Like, I've always thought about doing, I thought it'd be so fun. I've always thought this for, since I moved back from L.A., but there's so many faces of Nashville when it comes mm-hmm. to the people that have just been here since they, I mean, born and raised here, you know, and have seen so much of the city change. Yeah. And then, you know, the homeless and then mm-hmm. those who have done the building and architecture here from way back in the day to now, or even the mom and pop shops that have been around. I think it'd be so fun to like get pictures of them and put it into like a coffee book mm. like coffee table book and just to have like the faces or the people of Nashville and it's the people that like built the city you know I feel I've like I always wanted to do that their faces would have been so different than now yeah like because the city seems very different or obviously it's going to evolve and change as the city grows mm-hmm. fast um but yeah that would be awesome yeah just because I feel like stories. you want to hear about the, their stories, you know, yeah. even if it's a paragraph of what they love to do and it was a specific spot that's now this, you know? Yeah, right. I think it'd be so interesting. Yeah, like that's one of the fun things about having one of the older houses too. Oh, I bet. 
Yeah. I mean, you have an older house too. Like mm-hmm. we both have that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's interesting taking care of it and like making sure because, you know, there was um, one of the guys that mowed last summer, uh-huh. a rock went through the, one of the back windows. Oh. And so I was like, hey, so <laughs> this like, happened. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like just, you know, that that was probably not a good story because my point is... <laughs> Hey, rocks going through windows, it's always a good story. Yeah. <laughs> My point is that, like, it, it's gone. Like, once that's gone, like, yeah. it's gone forever. Yeah. So a book like that would also be true of, like, you know, you have their chance to tell their stories now. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that about your window, though. That's like, yeah. so tedious. Yeah. That, I mean, you know, it happens. Yeah. It was one of the wavy glass ones, too, so it was kind of like, oh, oh dang. Oh, Yeah. Um, but you know, at the same time we rent, so it's more like, no, how dare you do this to their house? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. You get like protected. Yeah. It's like you're protecting your safe place and your home, but also theirs as well, yeah. you know, and the history of it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's so many, I think, um, this part of town too has done such a great job with keeping some of the old homes alive yeah. and restoring them. True. Cause there's even... We need to do a whole day. I say a whole day. It's going to be a lot longer than a whole day. We need to do a whole weekend of just some of the historic places in Nashville, like the churches and even, um, gosh, some of the um, churches downtown for sure. Then some of the specific homes and like the manors that are around here. And then in downtown Mm -hmm. Franklin, of course, with all the Civil War history, which is just... um, Carton Plantation, Carter House, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, it's it's crazy when you study and you go around down there and you're like, wow, that general was like shot there. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's, you know, dominoes right there. Yeah. <laughs> but right now there's a domino. Yeah, there's a dominoes. <laughs> but uh, we should do a, we should do like a Nashville history tour too. That'd yeah. be so fun. Yeah, it would definitely to go would. do the double date weekend. Yes, that would be, that'd be so awesome. Fun. And we have to eat all those places too. Right. Yeah. Um, I come from a town that's like really historic. Mm-hmm. And there's one area that still is very preserved. So like I'm from Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and there's yeah. one, there's Old Salem. And they were so proud of themselves because Je- uh, not Jefferson, it was George Washington toured there once on <clears throat> like one of his campaigns or whatever. Yeah. And <laughs> George Washington was like so shy. Like he, de- he never spoke one thing because his teeth, his... Um, dentures would literally pop out of his mouth if get he talked out. yeah so get he, out like he was the most humble you know be he's a human so he's not perfect right not saying that I'm not glorifying him but like he was a very humble person and like he just was so painfully shy wow and so when my town like which in a Mayberry sense you know with Andy Griffith would have been like so proud mm-hmm. to have the president yeah, come by and my stuff. gosh yeah he I I was always like all my whole life I heard that I read his biography and he never left the tavern because he didn't want the parades and the flutes and the he just was like no 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 really <laughs> so, yeah. so like my town really embarrassed him I guess so. oh they were like he came to us <laughs> yeah, right. glorifying in yeah. that visit yeah. basking in it yeah. well I mean I guess I could understand it because if he never went out then they're like we're gonna capitalize on yes. this wow I don't think I realized that about his shyness yeah. 
Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I love the history up in that part of the um, country too. Yeah, like North Carolina, Virginia, like all of that is some of the oldest. Yeah. Tennessee is just as old in a sense. I mean, that was kind of like part of North Carolina, wasn't it, at the time? Right. I don't want to be quizzed on this something. No, (laughs) me neither because I was about to chime in about Alvin York, but here we are talking about like 1700s versus early 20th century. (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, Alvin York. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm like, is it Friday? (laughs) Obviously, I can't get my days right, so I think mentally I'm just ready for the weekend. Yes. Even though as a mom, we don't get a weekend, but it still feels good that it's the weekend. The routine is so necessary. It doesn't matter, you know, what you you are doing or like, you know, now I'm moving into full time of this and it's just like, I don't know what day it is either, honestly. No, it's, it's like, okay. Like it's you okay. don't, you don't have the to. Sun is, it is about two o'clock. No. Right. <laughs> Whatever. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's all that matters. Okay, I should probably have water because I've been drinking coffee right. the entire time. Mm. Delicious. <laughs> so good. Is this tap? <laughs> yes. yes. From the city. Nashville, your water is so good. <laughs> Oh All right, gosh. well, before our voices go, yeah. um, is there anything that I could bring up, like where can people find you online? Yeah. All those things. Um, well, I'm merging everything into the Vocal Lab Collective when it comes to YouTube, mm-hmm. um, which is with my business partner. Um, mm-hmm. who Jason. Wore, yeah, yeah, with Jason, yeah. one of my best friends as well. So that's on the Vocal Lab Collective when it comes to uh, YouTube and everything. We'll be doing vocal tips and like reaction videos, yeah. Um, which I'm excited about to get into because yeah. I've done vocal tips before, but um, you know, doing some reaction videos will be fun. Yeah, they're fun. And then you know, Instagram just the KD, KT. I had it tatted on me actually because I thought that'd be really, like really swag. It is when I was 23. Yeah. Little did I know I'd be Katie Talbot. Yeah. So it'd be KT. It was a foreshadow. Yeah, it was. So if you haven't met your husband yet, you know, just go get a tattoo. No, <laughs> that's right. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, the KT Talbot. Cool. Yeah. This was so much fun. Yes. Thank I you so much for joining I would not hate doing this every single day. You are welcome. <laughs> this is fun. Just and to we get can coffee just, and conversation. Yes. We can just keep doing it until we're 80. And then, yeah, I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll do it in the middle of this field. Yeah, right. Where we won't even know where it is. Aesthetically, I think that could really work. Yeah, it yeah. could. It yeah. could. We'll be in the midst of Montana. <laughs> nice. I say we won't even know where it is, and I just name where we go. <laughs> Somewhere, though. Somewhere. Montana's really big. It is huge. Yeah. So huge. We won't know, but... We won't know. Yeah. But we'll have some... Bison. You know, bison behind us. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a grizzly. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Thanks thank you, for having Katie. me. This was so much fun. Yes. So I hope you enjoyed our little session today and be sure to follow Katie. I will put her details in the show notes today and yeah, uh, be sure to rate this with a positive rating. I really appreciate you guys and it just is really comforting to read your reviews and I hope to be able to post more podcasts in the future. I'm so excited that I was able to post another one today after a break. Um, I think the last one I posted was like in August. So apologies for that. Um, But yeah, so excited to get this started up again. All right, I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.